Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders worldwide. A quick out of cycle update. Um, this one is circled around something that is near and dear to my heart, and that is my absolute disdain for tools such as Discord and Telegram. But I'm going to focus more on Telegram because it seems, for whatever reason, that Telegram is misused, where te Discord, at least they try to use it right, it's just a terrible tool. So I can't attack necessarily the people on the Discord side, but Telegram is absolutely the worst experience I can think of, and it it is the preponderance of using it and relying on it in the crypto community, I argue, is going to harm the ability for cryptos to be and maintain a level of competency with their investors. I talked about in a previous update the idea that many cryptos don't consider the people who have bought in as investors and they don't act like a business. And I understand that Telegram is an attempt to appeal to a wider audience that is international because by and large, Americans don't use Telegram. We don't. They're going to use Facebook Messenger. They're going to use iMessenger, whatever. They're going to use these American tools because that's what they're comfortable with. Most commonly is like with the iPhone, they'll just message straight, Facebook Messenger, um, WhatsApp, and so on. So with Telegram, every one of the cryptos has spun up a Telegram group. By and large, with slight exceptions, I have yet to find a crypto group that was well managed in Telegram with the intent being that you're going to maintain it as a clean source of information. So they'll use it for these critical updates and AMAs and, you know, update from the CEO and those kinds of things. But I talked about in a previous podcast entry that really the goal should be that we are advocating for updating across multiple platforms because you should not trust or force your people to be all on Telegram. So that means you need to figure out a way to broadcast to Reddit, broadcast to Twitter, broadcast to Facebook, broadcast to Instagram, whatever you need to do, whatever your platforms of choice, you should have more than one of them because people are gonna go where they're gonna go. If you try to force Telegram, number one, you're essentially alienating Americans, but even the Americans that are willing to go in there, what tends to happen is Telegram has the concept of black or white enforcement. And then it's subjective. So let me give you a story in the olden days of IRC. And IRC is the very closest I can draw to things like Discord and things like Telegram. In the olden days of IRC, what would happen is you would dial into a server and a port. And when you dial into the server and to the port, what happens is you will get um, uh, a key. And then the key tells you to update. Okay, here's what this is and do this and you'll go into the room. So there's a, a check and balance, right? So give a name or something you have to do to get into the room. All I, all I saw then was a black screen. You see nothing. If there's a lot of people in the room, then they'll start chatting. If there's nobody in the room, then it's silent. Sometimes they would use it for support reasons, but generally it's for chatting. And there used to be, and there still are to some degree, tools by way of web TV, if anybody remembers this, um, Black Planet was one that stood out. Talk City, um, Black Teens was one that stood out um, from the early days when we used to do this. Now, there's the concept of moderators in IRC. And the moderator, of course, has power to moderate the chat. This means that you're muting people or you're banning people or you're kicking people or whatever. Once, once we 
once we get into a groove, right, we get comfortable with the room and there's kind of a, a known demographic of people, you start to build relationships with the admins. The problem always had been, and I was a mod, so I understand, but the problem always had been with things like IRC is subjectivity, ego. I talked about how ego tends to hurt crypto. This is a great example because it's really the admins of the token who are the mods for the group, which I argue is a conflict of interest and dangerous because they get triggered very easily. When there's a problem and somebody calls out the problem with the token, then you start seeing that the token developers get sensitive and they'll just ban you from the chat. If you ban from the chat, the problem is that you as an investor can no longer access the critical information and updates that you need in order to be a viable investor. And to me, that's unacceptable, that you would never accept that in the, in the stock market world where the Fidelity, for example, or let's say it's uh, the actual company, Microsoft, that they'll just completely not communicate. They're not going to give you any documents. They're not going to give you any updates or nothing. They'll just completely ban you even though you're an investor. No, that wouldn't fly because as an investor, you have an ownership stake in the company. Then on the flip, you got inconsistency and in enforcement. Right. So if it's the team of developers who are doing the moderation, you know, you could have one developer and, you know, you had a bad day and then they're just kind of acting like a jerk and then they decide to do a ban. And then the problem is in Telegram specifically, if you get banned in Telegram, you're not told that you're banned. Even after you're banned, you're not told. It just says, oh, this chat's not accessible, even though you don't know it's still there. So you know you don't get that, you don't get a message. Discord at least will tell you, hey, there was a ban and that it could be a temporary ban or a permanent ban or whatever. So I again, I just think Discord's a terrible tool, but more on the Discord is about the people, but at least it's a bit friendlier on the messaging. But Telegram is absolutely the worst because if you're an investor and because the token providers choose to dump all their critical information into Telegram first and foremost, then you as an investor are not getting the information you need in order to make strong decisions. And that to me is unacceptable, but that is tolerated in the Telegram world. That's part of the reason they like it. However, you could see in Telegram right now, there are tons of situations where people will say all sorts of garbage or leave you know, not safe for work images and all sorts of stuff, and that gets a pass. But if you tell somebody, hey, if somebody wants to buy into the token, I'm going to tell them not to right now because the gas is too high. That could trigger a ban because they misheard what you said. They're not telling you not to buy it at all. They're saying, wait till the gas is better. But because they're just being triggered, like I almost want to call the tool triggered, not telegram, because that's what happens when the moderators just automatically set off and ban. And I'm not going to say it's all of them because it's not. So far, this has only been the more toxic communities where this happens. But even some of the extreme toxicity communities like Satama, I argue Satama's community has had strong inklings of toxicity. And of course, everybody has a right to an opinion, but they have not been willing to really enforce to a strong degree. So you could have absolute attacks and bad, bad people on their board, but then they don't take action on those. But then somebody who says something that's factual that people should hear, that's considered, let's say it's a FUD, right? If you tell somebody, hey, this is not a good investment right now because of this, that, and the other thing, and I'm going to recommend that they don't buy at this time, they'll get triggered, say it's FUD, then you get banned because you're telling the truth because you're trying to watch out for them. So I'll give you another example. 
there used to be a token, and I think it still exists, but it was proven out as what it was, called Sheba Fever. And I think I did at least a brief mention about Sheba Fever at one point. Sheba Fever came as a from the same developers, but as a copy of the script for what used to be Ballistic Sheba, which I never covered, or Sheba Balls. Same developers, they had a falling out. So one of the people internal went on social media, he locked out one of the Twitter names, and then he exposed the fact that these guys were basically spinning up copies of the same thing over and over again as honeypot so they could rug pull it after like three days. So you would get the rewards, everything's working, the liquidity seems valid, everything seems cool, but then at some point, rug pull. If you were to analyze the script, it's valid as a rug pull. So in one of these, I actually went into the Telegram, and I specifically said, the graph looks good. This is my direct words. The graph looks good. So I will advocate that people might consider buying into this as part of the portfolio. I end up banned. Now, in that situation, I can almost guarantee you that the person banned the wrong account, that they meant to ban somebody else that said, this is a rug pull. Deep, deep, deep. I guarantee you that they meant to ban that dude and not me, but ours were too close together. But that's what I'm saying with the arbitrary nature of it. Number one, you don't know you're banned. And number two, you have no way of addressing it or commenting because you can't get in to see the list of people who are the moderators to question it. So Telegram, in my opinion, should rethink their strategy. If you're going to enable banning to that degree, you should always have access to all of the different moderators of the chat. You should always be able to see a message clearly telling you that you were banned with a reason. They should be required to put a reason in. And you should be able to appeal that. You should be able to say no that's not what I said, and what they're accusing me of is not true. And if they can't prove that it is, Telegram should override and say, no, we're not going to let the ban stand. We're going to let this person back in because you banned them improperly. And we're going to punish you, moderator, because it looks like you were malicious with your banning. And that seems extreme to you guys, possibly because that's how it was in IRC, though. With IRC, Talk City is a great example. Talk City was one of the more friendlier IRCs because IRC generally was kind of one of these you can think of it like deep web kind of communication. It was the it was kind of hard to connect to it, and you didn't have the same level of communication that you do now with Discord. But it was hard to connect to it. Whereas Talk City was very friendly. You could go to web interface and you could dial in, or from your web TV. And Talk City, if you were basically a, it's called a, a T T level. If you were one of these a T levels. You had basic moderator rights, but you didn't have full moderator rights. And so you would have people who were who were abusing this, right? Uh, you know, going after their ex-girlfriend or going after their friend or going after whatever. And so then the higher level moderator would get involved and then you would lose your your moderator abilities if you were abusing the privilege. That's what's lacking in Telegram is it allows one-sided actions to take place. Like even GameFAQs, which I think is garbage since CJ sold it. GameFAQs has an appeal process. So if something gets moderated on a board, there's an appeal that's done by a different group and you can say, here's what it is and then they'll review it. Now, chances are you're going to lose the appeal only because GameFAQs has turned uber sensitive these days compared to what it used to be back in the days. But at least it has the second level of appeal and approval and the ability to override improper decisions or at least the semblance that they're trying to give that opportunity. Whereas in something like a telegram, there's nothing. It's once and done and you can't do anything about it. And I don't think that's appropriate. I don't think that that's the right thing to do. However, it seems like the common thing in telegram and that may be why they like it so much is the power trip of it that I can just basically have all God rights and power do. 
here's my reason I resonate with this so much. If we continue with this treatment of who are basically investors, if we continue treating them the way that we're doing, all it's going to do is cause the United States government to get more involved because basically as an investor, you should have certain entitled rights to information. That means that the crypto owners should have a choice. Choice A, stop using Telegram as your single source of information and you need to make sure it's spread across all your platforms, including your own website, then the problem goes away. I don't have to touch Telegram at all because I can get the information I need from something else. Or option number two, you will not mute anyone, any investor or potential investor who's trying to get critical information about this investment and should you do so, you are subject to legal action. One of these two has to happen. The easy answer is for crypto, as I've said before, you need to spread information across all platforms, not just Telegram. If you want to keep Telegram to appeal to international, that's fine. If you want to keep Discord to appeal to the gamer community, that's fine. But ultimately, you need to update your website. You need to update Twitter. You need to update Facebook. You need to update Instagram, Snapchat. I don't care. It should be in multiple places at the same time so that people get the same information. Some of them have chose to use Medium. I don't think that's a good answer because Medium is kind of garbage. But it's an option. If you want to do a podcast, if you want to do YouTube, don't care. I, say what you will about Satama. They have done a good job of what information they have distributed, distributing across multiple mediums. They're not isolated to Telegram. In fact, I've gotten more information not going to Telegram than going to Telegram. That's how it should be. Telegram is just kind of there as one outlet for people to chat, have their thing, but it's not the official communication outlet. By and large, I would argue that is currently Twitter and to a second degree, uh, their own website. So this is what I'd like to see from more cryptos. But again, Satama is run by people who understand business, so it doesn't surprise me that they have that mind of them. And my only criticism of them and, and many others has always been just more specificity in the actions. Give me more specific details, not just a fluffy kind of it's coming. And they've seemed to try to do a better job of that. There's more tangible updates coming out. They're giving more dates of different things. They're giving more specific actions that are being taken. So I'm seeing a definite increase in the level of communication coming from them. Um, the SHIB team, they still suck at communication. It is what it is. I'd like to see more communication across the board from all cryptos and not a reliance on Telegram as the single source of critical investor information. Use social media platforms. Use YouTube platforms. Hey, use even podcast people like Jake uh, for the Satama team. People like myself or Jake or any of these others that are out there who are trying to cover crypto, use us as a conduit. If you, if you don't have the resources to, we're happy to because it all helps everybody, right?